Welcome to the Donald POV. I'm Donald Fitzgill Jr. bringing you my point of view on everything I want to talk about, literally everything, and trust me, I've got a lot to say. So without further ado, let's go. How do you determine the truth? As in, let's say I come up to you and said, when I was 15 years old and I was at a city recreational center gym, I dunked a basketball with two hands and I was never able to do it again. Is that a true statement or not? How do you know? What steps would you go through to determine if I was telling the truth? Would you consider my character in your reasoning? Am I the type of person to lie? Would you consider my athletic level now and then? And would any of these things help you to arrive at the truth? No, it wouldn't help you to arrive at the truth. It would only help you to determine if you believe me or not. It would help you to determine my credibility, not the truth. My credibility is the likelihood that I am telling the truth. So what would you need to determine if I was telling the truth about dunking a basketball? Eyewitnesses? What if they're mistaken or lying? Video evidence? Can you be absolutely sure that the goal in the video was 10 feet or that the video wasn't doctored somehow? Can you be sure? So what is truth? Truth is that which is true or in accordance with fact or reality. Truth is fixed. It is exact. By definition, it cannot be changed. If it does, then it was never truth to begin with. I think too often we confuse what we believe with the truth. And we all know the old saying, people believe what they want to believe. Confirmation bias theory says that we have a tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs. Understanding this, wouldn't it make more sense to approach ambiguous scenarios with a measure of humility? The late theologian R.C. Sproul was a vocal advocate and apologist of Reformed theology. He wrote many publications and books on Reformed theology as well. Though he was widely respected, his views on Reformed theology are not views that all Christians share. In his book, Chosen by God, he says this, When I teach the doctrine of predestination, I am often frustrated by those who obstinately refuse to submit to it. I want to scream, don't you realize you are resisting the word of God? In these cases, I am guilty of at least one of two possible sins. If my understanding of predestination is correct, then at best, I am being impatient with people who are merely struggling, as I once did. And at worst, I am being arrogant and patronizing toward those who disagree with me. If my understanding of predestination is not correct, then my sin is compounded, 
since I would be slandering the saints who by opposing my views are fighting for the angels. So the stakes are high for me in this matter. You see, even though R.C. Sproul had essentially dedicated his life's work to Reformed theology and his interpretation of predestination, he was still humble enough to say, but I could be wrong. I think what we are missing in today's society is this measure of humility that says, though I strongly believe in something, I recognize that it is possible my beliefs don't line up with the truth. So for that reason, my beliefs could be wrong. If we boil down everything I've said, this is what we're left with. Seek the truth and recognize the difference between belief and truth. Truth is infallible. Your beliefs are not. So, did I in fact dunk a basketball with two hands when I was 15? No. No, I didn't. And that's the truth. Or is it? Till next time. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes and please tell a friend. Also, you have got to check us out online at thedonaldpov.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at the Donald POV. Till next time, I'm Donald Fitzgill Jr., and this is the Donald POV. Brought to you by the Speakeasy Sound Company. I'll holla.